This podcast is for those of you who want to start or grow your business. You inhale everything you can about improving your mindset and may even have the action plan, but what's getting in your way every time? It's those damn human emotions. I'm Jessica Lee McKinley, life coach for millennial entrepreneurs and your host of the What's Happening podcast. Hey, hapsters. How are you doing? Are you guys starting to feel a little more normalcy in your life since the start of Corona? A lot of the people that I know have started to um, make some plans again. And I think that that is so comforting. I think that one of the most beautiful things about being a human being is our ability to plan, right? Animals cannot and do not plan in the same way that we do because of our amazing part of our brain called the prefrontal cortex. I am also making some plans. My son, in fact, is going with my ex-husband down to South Carolina for the next two weeks. I'm super envious. They are going to have such a fun time. His parents um, have such an amazing house on the lake in South Carolina, and they are going to drive down, and it's pretty secluded in the middle of nowhere anyway down there, so at least they'll get to enjoy the beautiful weather and the water, and I'm so excited for my son to have those types of summers. Um, I just, I'm very excited for them. And yeah, I'm also grateful right now for some emotional mastery, the fact that I even have that right now, because... So what a tool to have when you are sharing custody or, you know, when you have to spend time away from your son and certainly emotional mastery is required when you have to be with your toddler all the time, especially shout out to all those moms and parents really of all kinds who are quarantined with their young kids right now, because it is takes a lot of thought management. So really grateful that I have all these tools to help me out when I'm with and away from, of course, my son Calvin. And also grateful for Hapster scheduling because he's going to be down there for two weeks and I plan to let myself be a bit of a workaholic. I love to work so much, you guys. I love my job. I love podcasting. I'm going to batch a bunch of episodes. I love coaching. So I'm going to offer some extra sessions with my clients. I just can't wait. I can't wait for you guys to see what happens when I just have two weeks scheduled to the brim with all of the things I want to accomplish. You know, when we have time, sometimes all this free time, we're like, what did I even do? So I'm extra grateful now for the tool of Hapster scheduling that I've created in advance of this time, because I know that I really want to make sure that my core values are reflected in my calendar. That's what it is, what it teaches you. It teaches you how to make sure that when you look at your calendar, it's not all work and it's not just all fun things that you want to do, right? You're making sure that it is exactly the ratio that you want to show up in your life as. And so for those of you who have been listening to all of my clients or me rave about the life-changing experience of having hapster scheduling in your life, good news. I'm going to be creating a one-off course that you can buy just the course if you're not really ready to do one-to-one coaching or you don't... um, have a need for that or not ready for the investment yet in coaching, but you really want scheduling. You, you know, you need that. 
So good news. Stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, we do have an exciting, awesome uh, topic today that I'm really pumped about, you guys. Okay, this is going to be, I think, one of my most mind-blowing topics. I even went back and forth on like, is my audience really ready for this? Because it's a bit advanced and even my clients who I've been working with for a long time that really understand the coaching tool that I use, the model, which just as a refresher, this is Brooke Castillo's coaching tool um, that basically the model is just that your circumstances trigger your thoughts, your thoughts create your feelings, your feelings drive your actions, and your actions produce your results. We just use that as a way to plug and play anything that's going on in your life that you think is elusive or doesn't really have a solution for, so you can really make sense of it in a way that is uh, applicable and tangible. You can start to take action or make changes and not just feel so stuck or at the effect of your life, right? So as I've been doing more and more work on this, of course, with my clients, new things come up with them or with myself when I'm setting goals. And then even more fun, as I'm achieving goals, I have these new revelations and I'm just like, we got to immediately put this into words. So I started talking about this one experience that I was having of feeling like things were inevitable, this feeling that I was having. And I was asking one of my clients as she was talking about her goals, if she thinks of this goal, of this result that she wants to create as inevitable yet. And she was like, yeah, I mean, I think eventually it's going to happen right? But we, I had a couple of questions that I could ask her to kind of prove that she really didn't feel that it was inevitable yet. Because if she did, she would be showing up, she'd be um, speaking in a different way, she'd be feeling a different way, and she'd be acting a different way, right? So I want you, you to put yourself through this test. It's going to be really fun. Okay, hold on to your brain for this one because it's going to be a bit intense. You might have to listen to it a couple of times, but I think you can handle it, you guys. I think my audience is pretty smart. I actually just learned the other day that podcast listeners, like 85% of podcast listeners have a four-year degree. And I mean, I don't particularly think that school education is necessarily the best judgment of how intelligent someone is. It, it isn't, but I will say that um, people who are educated tend to um, have more practice with thinking in a certain way. So um, yeah, I think that you guys, you you can handle it. So, but I would love your feedback too, as you're listening, if you're like, um, could you elaborate on that one part? Or if you uh, really totally got it, or if you were completely lost, let me know uh, in the reviews section of the, uh, of iTunes. So inevitable. You know, I like to go to Google or get some sort of definition. And Google says inevitable means certain to happen or unavoidable. And I know inevitable isn't typically even thought of as an emotion, but I like to do that, right? I like to bring us the emotions that I'm kind of experiencing in a word that maybe we're not putting to it often enough, right? I'm trying to find the most useful emotions that you guys could use to build your businesses, to build your lives, to basically push uh, what's uncomfortable for you and blow your own mind. Amazing. So then we kind of need to understand what are feelings 
And I'll be explaining that several times throughout this podcast, but feelings, just as a reminder, are for our purposes, are vibrations in our body that are created by our thoughts. Okay. So I think I like to think of feelings as a skill. And it's a skill because in order to feel a certain way naturally or frequently, we need to practice and rehearse certain thoughts in order to create that feeling, that authentic, deep feeling and sensation in our bodies. We need to practice the thoughts until they feel so true that they create a feeling for us, right? And our feelings, as we know, are the place where we can go forth and create and take action, which is what all of us know that we need to do to have successful businesses or successful lives. I'm sure there are plenty of things that you want to do in your life outside of your business that you're kind of stalling on because you're like, I'm just not feeling motivated. I just feel lazy. I just feel stuck. I don't feel like it. Right. And so if you want to get the result, you need to figure out how to learn how to feel like it. Right. So when people are always like, oh God, like I, I know I want this result, but I just don't feel like it. I'm like, why are you pretending as if not feeling like it is something that you have to stay stuck in? You know, if you listen to any of these episodes of this podcast, that I'm teaching you how to create a feeling. So here's what we're going to do. This is going to be such a useful feeling of inevitable. So it's really, really helpful feeling. So what I want you to think about what is inevitable in your life right now what do you think of as inevitable what makes you feel like what makes you feel inevitable um i love to use the example of doing laundry right so let's say i was like okay do you think you're gonna do laundry in the next two weeks and if you're a mom you're like two weeks you mean like two hours because otherwise i'll be behind for the end of paternity (laughs) um you're like yeah i'll do laundry in the next two weeks and i'm like Okay, so if you don't do laundry in the next two weeks, would you, like, you want to bet? Like, if you don't do laundry in the next two weeks, uh, you give me, you know, $10,000. And if you do complete laundry, then I'll give you $10,000. I would say that 100% of you guys would take that bet, right? You'd be like, yeah, it's inevitable. I'm going to do laundry in the next two weeks easiest $10,000 I've ever made, right? Or something like, oh, are you, if you're a parent, are you going to see your kids? You think you'll see your baby tomorrow? And it's like, yeah, I'm going to see my kid tomorrow. (laughs) It's inevitable. They're going to wake me up. They're going to be on top of me. They live with me. It's inevitable, right? But the truth is, is that nothing in our life is actually inevitable, right? Like when we think, oh, if I was going to go to the grocery store or go to, go to, do you think you'll go um, to the store this week, the week before Corona? Like we didn't know that things were going to shut down. We could guarantee that we could go to a restaurant before because we couldn't, couldn't even imagine a world in which it, restaurants would all close down all over the whole world, right? It seems so unimaginable. We just thought it would be inevitable that we would go to get food from a restaurant or a store, whatever it is. And, but it is really helpful for us to show up and believe that something is inevitable for us to do because then 
we can start to make plans we can function without stressing out that we're gonna die right like if we really thought about things the only inevitability is that someday we're gonna die i don't say that to be morbid but i think that it is important for us to understand that we have to indulge in a little bit of delusion that certain things are certain or inevitable so that we can carry on make plans get uncomfortable show up and make progress and grow in our life otherwise we would just sit and be panicked at all times right so why can't we use this same skill of feeling in like things are inevitable for something good i mean i like to think about the fact that we connect and i'm say we but really i i don't anymore i but it's a practice Thing, my clients or a lot of you guys can might connect failure to your identity the experience of failure if you fail a test you're like I'm a failure or if you fail at you know a business launch you're like oh my business is failing right now it sucks or if you fail at whatever like teaching your daughter how to ride a bike you're like I just not good at these things right? You, I, you, we associate our identity with that experience. So why not do the same thing with something useful, like inevitable? So I want you to ask the next question. What would you like to feel, to be, or feel inevitable? So a lot, when I was asking my clients that this week, a lot of them were coming up with income growth, right? They want it to feel like it's inevitable that they'll be making more money by the end of the year than they are right now. Um, you know, winning at certain things. So they like to feel that it's inevitable that they'll um, win a bid for their business or that they'll win, um, you know, some award that they're up for or something like that. They want to feel like their relationships are stable, that it'll be inevitable that they'll still be in love and, um, you know, in a thriving, amazing relationship by the end of the year. Um, they want to feel like their health or, you know, when I was doing fitness coaching, weight loss was a big one. They wanted to feel like if they just carried on doing the workouts that I told them to do and following the nutrition plan that they told, that I outlined for them, that it was inevitable that they were going to hit their goal weight. Right. And I knew that that future was inevitable if they did those things, but they didn't always believe fully in the inevitability of those things, right? I know that they didn't because if they did, they would never quit. They wouldn't care how long it took to get to that goal because they knew that they eventually would, that it was inevitable. They would just stick with it. They wouldn't focus on any of the other drama of what was coming up for them emotionally as they had like a hard day. It didn't matter if they had a Pop-Tart on Friday and a moment of weakness or whatever had you know too many cocktails out with girlfriends it's it didn't matter because inevitably they were going to get to their goal weight right so they didn't beat themselves up they showed up in a different way and the people that believed that believed in themselves believed in the programs believed in what I was telling them they got the results every time right um and I like to give you guys real examples from my own clients. So um, 
in terms of money, I think it's very easy to measure that one. All of my clients have um, financial goals that we're setting for the whole year, then for the month, and some of them even for the week, depending on their type of business. And for one of my clients, what happens is they'll set a goal. So this is funny. This actually happened this morning. I was on a call with one of my clients, Amy, and she had set a goal for how many certain uh, thousands of dollars she wanted to make in her business. Um, and she hit it today. Actually, I say she hit it, but she was $2 away from her goal for May for the for the end, for the whole month and May's not even over. So she knew even by the end of today, she was going to hit it and she was starting to act like, okay, well for next month, I want to do this and I want to make sure that, and I was like, can we just talk about how four months ago when you started coaching with me, you couldn't even, it felt so far away that this was going to be your standard. She's like, well, and she started explaining to me how she didn't believe that this was her standard yet. Her brain was trying to convince her that it was a fluke, that, you know, she was basically just, you know, this was a one-time thing and that it wasn't who she was. It wasn't a result of all the thoughts, feelings, and actions that she's taken over the last couple of months, right? And I was like, oh my gosh, isn't this so funny to hear your brain? Of course it is the future of June is going to be even better if not if the same, if not even better than this multiple thousands of dollars that she wanted to make per month. But you had gotten so used to practicing, believing into and experiencing and feeling and enjoying the certain number of, I keep saying certain number of thousand because I didn't ask her permission yet to share her income goal. So X thousand, let's just for the sake of math, let's just say it was 10,000. It's um, a month. And she'd been practicing it that by the time she hit it, she was like, okay, like it didn't seem as exciting, right? Because she had been enjoying it already before she even got to it. And that is the beauty of it. And that is what um, my, my coach Brooke calls an aligned model where your circumstance and your result end up like they're different in the beginning. So let's say her circumstance was she was making 6,000 and she the result she wanted to create was $10,000 a month. And then she started to show up in this way and think, believe, feel, and act as if she was making $10,000. And then by the time she got to that $10,000 where the 10,000 moved to her circumstance, it felt very normal because she had already been showing up and practicing those thoughts, feelings, and actions already. Boom. So fun. So, and I had the same exact experience, right? I don't know if I shared with you guys that I had my first $10,000 month um, this last month and it was the same thing. It felt just inevitable. (laughs) There's not a better word, which is why I wanted to have this podcast today because it is so powerful when you um, realize that inevitability is something that you have to feel before you can create it, right? So how would you show up if you felt it was inevitable? If you felt that making $10,000 for your business this month was inevitable, how would you show up? Would you 
be willing to spend $3,000 on coaching? I really want you to ask yourself this, like look at your current expenses right now and what you currently make. Would you think, would you be able to invest, you know, $500 a month in coaching if you were, could guarantee if you felt it was inevitable that you were going to make $10,000 this month? And people will be like, yeah, but you can't actually guarantee it. Well, then you don't actually believe or feel that it's inevitable. You need to like really lean into it wholeheartedly and you do create that result, right? Because you don't let up. You don't give up at the first sign of some sort of evidence just because something failed along the way in your action plan. Doesn't mean you give up. You're like, oh, well, that didn't work. So what else was I supposed to do to create this result? Because I know it's inevitable, right? That is how I was showing up this past month. And that is how my clients have been showing up this past month. My other client, Carla, she um, had a client that was that we had been focusing on for the past couple of months that she wanted to attract a client that was going to spend ten thousand plus dollars on a on flowers for their wedding. And this was more than any client had ever spent. And she just got that in. <laughs> last week. And while it felt amazing to her, she really was experiencing the same thing where she just knew she was like, yeah, I mean, I knew it was going to come inevitably. And I, I was like, I know exactly what you mean, right? So I want you to understand that my clients who invest in coaching, it takes them a lot to get to that place where they're like, okay, even though I know that I don't necessarily feel like I have all of this money to invest, I believe that when I invest it, I know I'll make it back. And when they really do know that they're willing to invest, they show up in that way and then they make it back every time. Those clients make it back every single time when you're willing to invest. It's the reason why my pricing is the way it is because you need to raise to that level in order to be able to take the actions that you need to do to create those results, right? It needs to be high frequency. So the last analogy that I want to share with you is this birthday analogy that I thought of, which is, do you ever, let's say your birthday like mine is in March. My birthday is March 9th. And so whenever it gets past halfway past the year. So September is my half birthday. So when someone's asking me how old I am in like October, I'm like, oh, I'm going to be 33, right? I'm 32 right now. And I'm like, I'm going to be 33. And then someone asked me in November and I'm like, oh, I'm going to be 33. And December going to be 33. And I practice thinking what I'm going to be so often that by the time my 33rd birthday comes up, I'm like, am I 34? (laughs) How old am I? Like what year is it? And it's because I've been practicing believing that turning 33 was just inevitable. I knew I was going to turn 33 one day when of course I can't know that anything could happen to me. Anything can happen to any of us, right? We're just human. And, but it was helpful for me to just plan on so I can plan beyond my 33rd birthday. I can plan bigger. I, it was helpful for me to believe that turning 33 was inevitable. So that is how I, I teach my clients to think about their goals. It's like, think about your making 10 K a month or you're making, you know, 
83K a month if you're trying to make a million dollars in the year is just as inevitable as turning 33 or however you're old you're turning next year. Because then you're able to show up in a different way. You're able to invest in the coaching you want to invest in. You're able to make more offers because you're like, oh, yep, I'm just a person who has a lot of clients. Even when before you do have all those clients. You know what I'm saying? Are you following me? Are you with me? Are you in the car with my brain? You use different language. You just show up completely differently. It's like as if you're, um, there's this quote by Joe Dispenza that you have to think greater than your current circumstances um, because people love to throw the word realistic in there they're like oh just be you have to be realistic though I can't just go around like spending this or doing that and I'm like well (laughs) what is real what is real about your future becomes real the moment you start believing into it right now becomes created it becomes inevitable like you believe that you're going to be I believe that my son is going to be arriving in you know an hour and a half that that's inevitable he's going to be coming back from my ex's house and I am going to have him that is inevitable so there's nothing wrong with believing the same inevitability about what you can create because you do create that the only reason my son was coming back at 5.30 is because I created that schedule, right? And you, your brain is going to want to be giving you all of these excuses by how it's different. And I promise you it's only different because you think about it differently. So we, if uh, Joe Dispenza says you have to think greater than your circumstances, the way I like to look at it is you have to zoom out of your circumstances. Right now, you look at your circumstances as what's happening right now, your present, and what has happened up until this point. That's what you think of as your circumstances. But what if you thought of your life as like this whole timeline, like actually look as at it as a visual, the same way you, you would look at a timeline of like the earth, right? And you just zoomed out and you included the circumstances of your future, That is how I'm looking because you have certain circumstances of your future that you think of as inevitable. You would put your 33rd birthday in there. You would think you would put, you know, whatever appointment you have on the calendar for next week, your dentist appointment or whatever it is as inevitable, put your income in there, your goals in there as well and show up like that. Your president, your present is evidence of your past thinking So the best way to predict your future results is to create it. And you need to feel and think before you can go and create. Okay? So I'm encouraging you to practice feeling inevitable. Look for all the ways you already do this. Like, oh, it's almost June. It's going to be a long week, right? You're thinking about your future inevitable experiences. Why not? I'm so excited about how much money I'll be making come December and like really see how that feels, sit into it. And again, this takes practice and rehearsing, but it is real and and effective. I promise you, I have created results in this exact fashion and I want you to try it as well. And if you need that accountability, what are you doing that you're not in happening sessions yet or that you have not figured out how to make it happen that we're doing coaching together, right? Okay. I am 
I have two more one-on-one coaching slots left because I've taken on so many one-on-one clients in the last month or two. And so then I will be cutting off my one-on-one coaching and I will be just doing group coaching, which is also going to be amazing. I have a lot of exciting things coming that way. But if you've been thinking about this, listening to this podcast, hello, come and do it. Now is the time. And yes, so so practice thoughts like I'm so excited about and enjoy your future right now. I'm so excited about how much money I'll be making. Think about how that'll feel. What are you going to spend it on? How are you going to be able to save? How are you going to be able to just like sit back and experience and, and love just the having of money? right? I'm using money as an example, but it can be anything. I'm so excited about how I'm going to feel in my jeans on Thanksgiving this year. It doesn't even matter how much turkey I eat on Thanksgiving. I'm going to feel awesome because of all the work I've been putting in, right? Let the how of how you're going to achieve all this stuff come one day at a time though. Let it come out of the feeling and environment of inevitability that you're creating for your future big, juicy, audacious life. Okay, you guys get out there. Can't wait to see what you create.